I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we are talking about summer romances. And how you are very likely to find your one true love whilst on holiday. Summer is just around the corner for our listeners, so let's hit them up with some scorching hot tips. Stay tuned to hear about my upcoming hot girl summer. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. I'm good. I'm very excited because we have a lot to catch up on. We do. I was just saying before, it feels like I haven't been in the studio in forever. But actually, really like a week, but it feels <laughs> like so much longer, doesn't it? Yeah. If you don't know or don't follow Matt's socials, he's been having a lavish old time in Hamilton Island. Yeah. So, we went up for my girlfriend, Jen, and her twin sister, Nikki's 30th birthday. You did. Yeah. So, I've never been to Hamilton Island. I've been to the Sundays, Early Beach. I've got family that live there so growing up would go there all the time but I've never been to Hamilton Island so we flew in there it's one of those things though like you know after a vacation where you need another vacation because it's just so go 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 like the oh, whole so time it was full on yeah like you've got the sunset cruise Whitehaven <laughs> Beach Day you've just got like everything and it's just so there's so much going on you know what I mean yeah so you don't feel like you really like got a chance to really kick back and relax we had one day by the pool where we had like drinks and that but then so much alcohol you know like my liver needs a break from it (laughs) (laughs) Matt talks about how his liver needs a break and two days later he's on the piss I know I know that's it's actually funny you say that because I said last week I'm not drinking anymore and then Fair enough, the weekend comes up and I'm back out with the boys again drinking. So, Jen's just like, stop it. Stop saying that. Yeah, just enough. Enough's enough. <laughs> enough's enough. Um, there was something exciting that happened on your trip though. On day two, was it? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, Jen's twin sister, Nikki, who's been with her boyfriend Murph for maybe six, seven years, even longer. I'm not sure. Uh, finally popped the question and asked her to marry him. Yay. Oh, I know. Cute. So, congratulations to Nick and Nick. They um very cute. Well, he did it very in a cute way so he wanted to do it on the boat cruise yeah but he didn't know it was like he thought it was just going to be us on there but it was with other tourists as well so there was too much going on on the boat cruise but that would be brave to pull it off in front of the family to get on one knee and everyone's like what yeah also like have you seen those proposals gone wrong videos and they're always on a boat or in the desert and they like go to get on one knee and the ring like either goes in the ocean or goes in the sand in the desert like i just Guys, if you're nah. thinking of proposing, don't do it there. Like those videos, just the anxiety levels are through the roof. Right, to drop that ring as well would be fucking an, a real shame. Like it's a beautiful <laughs> ring. but It so, is a beautiful ring. So he ended up doing it in um, for the sunrise. So the plan was, well, what I thought was he said, we're going to go for the gym in the morning. You and him. Yeah. So he said, let me, I'll like set your alarm. We'll get up. We'll go for gym early in the morning. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Fair enough. Start the day early. There you watch the sunrise there. Your day starts early, finishes early so I was like all right so I'm sleeping away and we hear a knock on the door and I'm like fuck 
fuck, fuck. I'm like, Jen, get, go to the gym. Yeah, I'm like, Jen, get that. And then I'm like, tell Murph. I'm like, tell him that I slept through my alarm. And she's like, all right, all right. And then I hear like her from the door and she's like, bullshit. And I'm like, just tell him I slept through. And I'm quickly trying to get dressed. And I'm like, tell him I slept through my alarm. And she's like, you're lying. You're lying. And I'm like, I know I'm lying. I know, but just tell him I slept through my fucking alarm. I'm like, what's the big deal? <laughs> but it turns out that Nikki and him were at the door and she just hadn't, wasn't saying anything, just holding her ring in front of Jen. So Jen was talking to Nikki. So I, Jen's reacting to the <laughs> ring and you thought Jen was reacting to you. Yeah, and I'm like, who cares that I'm lying? Just fucking tell him that I slept through my alarm. Yeah, so it was hilarious. And then I came out and I congratulated him. But another thing that I recommend for my trip when I was away was um, definitely when you go to the with Sundays to go out to the Great Barrier Reef and do the helicopter tour. So I saw that. Jen and myself went over the Love Shaped Reef. Um, the to, Love Heart Shape. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've done it before, but it was definitely way better to do it with a partner that you love. So you maybe she thought you were going to propose. That's like a proposal hotspot. Do you know that? I look. I <laughs> thought you know when I thought about it, I was like, I was like, fuck, this would be the perfect time to do it. But there was other people in our cabin so you'd have to book the whole helicopter you'd have to i reckon word the helicopter pilot up to make sure he does like a hover around <laughs> the thing so you do it yeah but that would be actually a great spot maybe Very that's, cute. maybe that's one to keep in the memory bank but i definitely recommend to go there with your partner love that i love yeah. that recommendation you know what it wasn't on my list but after i saw your beautiful like scenic instagram stories i was like put that one on the bucket yeah. list well yeah we've got <laughs> our bucket list um book that we do together so that's the first one we've ticked off so a happy moment there. Cute. Yeah. Well, while you were away, mm. my little girl group who I have been friends with them since school. There's a total of five of us. Yeah, the girls chat. The girls. <laughs> um, <laughs> we decided to finally book a trip, a girls' holiday. Um, so Is this your first one? It's We've had girls' holidays before, but not everyone went. So. Okay. When I was in Thailand with two of the girls, um, Sarah and Laura, we were drunk in a infinity pool in Thailand and we made, we actually went skinny dipping. <laughs> oh, okay. In this pool. And no, we backtrack. Made a- Tell us more about that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and we made a pact that if we hadn't gone on a girl's holiday with all five of us, then we would do it when we all turn 30 at some point that year. And honestly, I didn't think it was going to happen. Like I've already been on a lot of holidays this year. I thought like I'd tied my boots up for the year, like even probably into next year. Like I was like, I'm not like (laughs) moving now. I'm settling in. And they rallied together and we're going to Bali. So I'm going on a girl's holiday. That's exciting. So who's on that trip? There's a couple of you that are single as well. So they'll be having a bit of fun up there, won't they? Yeah. So there's two single friends and there's three of us who are in a relationship. So your two single friends might be looking out for the one. Yeah. I think they're going to have a bit of a hot girl summer when we're away. So we are going to talk all things holidays and holiday romances next. All right, so let's talk about Hot Girl Summer, Anna. (laughs) Obviously, you are a tanning queen. You're the queen of tanning. Do you want to give us some tips on how you keep that tan? Because I went into Hamilton Island. (laughs) I did not have a tan. I did not have a starter base. I was white. I did notice that. Yeah, I was white as a ghost. I was worried to get out in the sun. Because you know me, I'm very sun smart. So am I. Yeah, we both are. We won't go in the sun unless we have to. What are the tips to keep that tanned? Well, to go into a holiday tanned. 
Yeah, so like you know me, I've been tanning for a very long time. So I have all the tips and tricks. It's so weird. People always ask me to make videos on Instagram and it's like I have so much to tell that I just like forget. So I thought let's give people some tips on this podcast. Okay, so my top tips when going on holiday and you want to be tanned is to get a gradual tanner, Mm -hmm. start using it two or three days before you go on holiday so that when you actually get there, you're not rolling in pale as a ghost. Yeah, that's like my worst nightmare. And then I think that something that people always forget when they're fake tanning is to use an amazing moisturizer to keep your body super hydrated. Yeah, because you're obviously out in the sun. It's going to dry it out as well. Dry out your skin, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I use the Jergens moisturizer it's from chemist warehouse i think it's the sweet citrus one so it's like got essential oils in it it smells like does it smell like orange kind of yeah yeah i reckon i've smelled that before yeah it smells really good (laughs) yeah so that's the moisturizer i use i swear by it i literally Mm. will put it on my skin like lather my skin in it like two three times a day when i'm on holiday so for all those hot girls who are having a hot girl summer, definitely check out that moisturizer. It's a goodie. Or if you're just going on a nice family trip to Hamilton Island and you don't want to roll in <laughs> looking like Casper, I'm going to definitely try it. Wish I knew this advice a week ago. Head over to Kevin's. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Before your next trip, mate. Straight into my basket, that might is. Might help you out mm. a little bit. But I want to know, mm. have you ever had a holiday romance? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I've had holiday, like when I've gone away and I've hooked up with people and that actually they were telling everyone in my family, well, stay, me and Jen stayed at this um, place that when I was younger, I was like 13, 14, I stayed at and they tell this story about how I was in the spa with a bunch of these older girls that were like what? 16 and I ended up hooking up with one of them and I kept telling that story the whole time I was there, my uncles and aunties. Whenever I mentioned the place, they're like, oh, you're going back to that spa, are you, Maddie Boy? And I'm like, so I've had like those sort of stories growing up, but I have had one. Look, so I was modeling in Milan for like three months and I went over to visit my uncle and my family in London. Yeah. So I've flown in. I haven't seen my uncle maybe for 10 years. He's in that time got a girlfriend. She has three kids. One of them was a girl around the same age as me. So we hit it off where she's oh. taking me into London. She's taking me to my castings. She's driving me around. We're going to the pubs together. We're drinking, chatting, you know, all the stuff that you do. And Sh- I was, showing you a little bit of extra love and tender yeah, care. Yeah. And I was like, you know, this girl's like really cool, you know, like really like my vibe. She's my flavor. You know, she's she's a cool chick. So then yeah. we, um, I go back to Australia. You know, we hit it off there. I go back to Australia. We're talking every now and then. And then she ends up saying, hey, I've bought a ticket. I'm coming out to Australia <gasps> on this day. So I'm like, fuck me. Like, we're on here. Like, you know, I, this is this could be something. Like, so, so wait, she, I just have one question. Had you had sex in England or London when no, you were there? No, we hadn't, no. So you just kissed? Done a little bit more? No, I'm not I'm not liberty to say, <laughs> but yeah. I, don't, I actually don't remember if we did or not now, actually. You know, you say that. No, it was actually. just a bit of a kiss. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Yeah, no, no. I'm so, Yeah, no, I, I don't remember if we did. I feel like we did. But so we, she's come back. She, she's come to Australia. I don't get it, right? I don't get what actually happened. And I still to this day don't get. So like she came from the airport. It was okay. Like we like hugged it out. We're cool. So you picked her up from the picked airport. Picked her up from the airport. She was staying at my mum's at the time because I was still living with, at home. 
And it just was like, it was a different girl. I'd had this full like schedule planned for her for the week she was in Australia. And it wasn't who I met in England at all. She was like a completely different girl. How so? I'm so confused. Distant, did not give me any attention. Even got to the point where I took her out for her birthday while she was here. We went to a bar in Melbourne with all my friends, my sister's friends, because they have a birthday around the same time. She ended up um, hooking up with another guy. What? <laughs> yeah. So, like, I was sort of like, well, fuck me. Like, this didn't go the way I thought. And I just gave her nothing for the rest of her couple of days she was in Australia. I'm so confused. So, this isn't a romance story. I should have hit that off from the start. This is, this this is, this is a heartbreak. Yeah, this is a heartbreak <laughs> story. But this is the closest thing I've had to, like, an actual summer loving. Yeah, that was the closest thing I've had. And it Were just, you heartbroken? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was quite heartbroken. So you're like at the club and this chick is like kissing your friend and you're like, what the hell? Yeah, it was actually acquaintance and mate, yeah. That's really sad. <laughs> I know, it was a bit. So safe to say I never talked to her. I actually got my uh, my revenge. I'm like... <laughs> this is taking this is a very, swift turn. This, this is very gets toxic. The next year I went up to London again and um, are we, she actually she actually was different with me again she invited me to drinks with her friends and I was like you're gonna kiss my friend I'll, I'll one up it and I uh, hooked up with her friend yeah <laughs> Matt, you don't need to like, <laughs> seek revenge on this girl. Well, her friend put the move on me and I and was like, like oh, well. well, fuck it, you know. It's all fair what, love and war. What goes around comes yeah, around, exactly, baby. I'll get you back. <laughs> I'll get you back tenfold. Wow. Uh, so then we didn't talk for the rest of that trip after that. And yeah, I really, I, we still follow each other on Instagram. Like we're still, like we'll still message each other. I'm going back to the UK with my family. I don't know if we'll see her. My, my, I think my sister's still in touch with her because she was like, Family, but everything was above board. <laughs> no, this is where it gets weird. She was my uncle's girlfriend's daughter. Like, yeah. It's not technically it's family. Not technically it's family, not family, But we all know each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Have you had a vacation, love? I have had a holiday romance. You have? I have. Did it stay on holiday? Yeah. Well, I'll tell your story. Tell your, <laughs> tell your story. Okay. So I was 18. Mm. I was with my friend, Danny. And we met these two guys and it just so happened she liked the friend. I liked this guy. He was from Perth. He was like six foot five, blonde, which wasn't like normally my type, but I was like, you can't win them all. You've got the height there. So you've, you've that got the, height, the main like. one. <laughs> the main one. We saw them every single night. Feelings started to grow. He was telling me how much he liked me. Things were like kind of heating up a bit. Like yeah, yeah. I was thinking this guy could be my my boyfriend. Like it was moving like very like fast. We didn't yeah, have yeah. sex, but we were definitely seeing them every single night. And we were there for a week. And <laughs> on the last day, on our last day of the trip, we obviously had to say goodbye because he lives in Perth. Yep. And he was like to me, I'm going to come to Melbourne. I could move to Melbourne for you. And I, at the time, because I was like head over heels, like had caught the holiday romance bug, was yeah. like, yes, move to Melbourne. I literally cried. <laughs> we parted ways. <laughs> um, oh, that's great. And I was like, I remember looking at the plane window and I was like playing some like depressing like Adele song being like... <laughs> Um, oh, my one yeah. true love lives in <laughs> Perth and I'll never see him again. Yeah, and yeah. Will, will he stay true to his word and come to Melbourne? Anyway, we had went in like August to Bali on that trip and then it was November and me and him had been talking like the whole time in between and it was the Melbourne Cup Carnival and he 
called me and was like, hey, I'm thinking of coming to Melbourne for the Melbourne Cup Carnival. And I was like, oh my God, amazing. And he's like, we'll finally get to see each other. The only problem is that I had started seeing another guy. <laughs> and like, Was that serious with the other guy? Or were you exclusive or were you just... Yeah, it ended up being like my ex-boyfriend who I was very on and off with for about a year. Oh, okay. But like obviously I was still talking to this guy at the su- on the side and like things were kind of weaning off with him and then he made like the big announcement that he was heading over to Melbourne. Anyway, he ended up coming over and he asked to see me and I didn't see him. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you not see him? Did you just ghost him? Or? Well, it was hard because I just started kind of like going on dates with my now ex-boyfriend, um, but he was about to be like my first serious relationship yeah, yeah. um so you're quite serious about him. i was like a little yeah. bit head over heels yeah. but i had just been head o- over heels with this other guy and yeah. i was kind of like in this tricky spot where i was like fuck what do i do you yeah, know yeah, yeah. um so yeah i didn't see him and he went back to perth and i've never seen him since and it was just this one week of holiday romance and sparks and fun and it was all over Red Rover. So you broke his heart. That's the hard thing about a holiday romance. Like Mm -hmm. everyone talks about this hot girl summer and like how it's so fun, but they fail to mention the heartbreak that we endure because of it. Because if you meet someone on holiday, a lot of the times you don't live in the same place. Yeah, exactly. And like it's kind of cool because you're like, fuck, I would never would have met this person ever if we weren't like both in this location right now and what are the chances that we're both here and like it feels like the universe has, you know, made this happen and our paths have collided. But a lot of the time it isn't really meant to be. And it's, it's hard sort of a hard pill to swallow sometimes because if it, things are different, they could be the one. But is it better, the old-fashioned expression, better to have love and lost <laughs> than to not love at all? I reckon like it's such a cool like experience to have a holiday romance and like I feel like people are definitely more open when they're on holiday yep, definitely. Um, to meet someone and like you'll you know well you've let your walls down your, wall, you're on vacation, yeah, your you're walls ready to- are down your inhibitions are a little bit lower you don't have work in the morning mm. you don't have like your schedule's clear so like you can kind of do anything like exactly. if someone's like let's go on a date tomorrow you can be like if you like them, you're like, fuck it, sure. And if, if you don't want to go on the date, you may have a million excuses. <laughs> My mates take the piss out of me because um, on schoolies, I went on a date with a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I went on a date on schoolies too. <laughs> They're like, mate, you fly to Gold Coast for schoolies and you take a girl out for dinner. And I was like... <laughs> though i like that yeah i mean yeah I, they would give they gave me so much shit about that but was it because you were just trying to get laid by her yeah i guess that was obviously at the end of the day i, I knew okay so i knew her from melbourne we chatted on and right. off and then we we're both there and we said let's get dinner yeah but they're like i think you're the only person that's come on schoolies and taken a girl on a date but it's, i'm happy to know <laughs> it's, you it's happened you, to me yeah you went it, on one as well i reckon the only reason i got taken out on a date on schoolies is because i like made out with this guy at the club and like he was he was from Melbourne. I think he was a toolie actually. I think he was a couple of years older. Like, I'm not gonna have sex with you. I have a five date rule. And he's like, Well, do you wanna go on a date tomorrow night? <laughs> he's like, Let's start that let's process start going. Yeah. <laughs> he's got well, was he from oh he was from Melbourne, so he could get the other four in. Yeah. He got back. Yeah, he, he definitely um tried to get all five of those dates in on schoolies. Unfortunately it didn't work out that way for him. Well, when you're on holiday, I'm saying that, do you prefer hooking up with a local or a tourist? 
a tourist, I think. But like, I mean, it, I guess it depends, it depends like where it. where you are. Like, I don't know. I don't think I've ever hooked up with a local. Have you? Yeah. Have definitely. you? Well, like in UK, Milan, America. Like, yeah, I probably... Oh, yeah, maybe I have actually. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun hooking up with like someone local because then they can kind of show you around. So, have you ever like hooked up with someone and then gone back to their house and they're a local and ended up in a random spot? Mm, I remember when I was, fuck, how old would I have been? I must have been 19 and I was in Spain mm. and I was by myself and I was on a Kentucky tour because I like didn't know anyone and I just left friends. So I was like, I'm going to fill in this time with a Kentucky tour and I just met all these new friends and I ended up like making out with this Spanish boy at this festival. Ooh, and he was like, come back two hours, come back to ours. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm going to find my like Kentucky friends. But then I couldn't find them. They were like just nowhere to be found. And I was like, fuck. And I was so drunk as well. And like, I knew I wasn't going back with him and his friends. But then I was like, also like, but I don't know where I am. And like my phone had died and I was just like, it was a struggle to get home. But finally I found my hotel. But that's the only thing that I can think that sparks my memory. Have you... <laughs> I remember one time going back to New York and I woke up and she was like at the window having, I think like a dart or a joint and she was overlooking like the Manhattan like skyline and she wow. was like started telling me about how going on this massive rant about like, cause they're so obsessed with politics over there and like how Donald Trump and all this sort of stuff and how like you can't make it big in this country unless you've got the backing of all this sort of stuff. And I was like, well, that's my cue to leave. <laughs> Thanks for the rant, yeah, but yeah. I'm going to wrap this yeah, up I was and go. Like, well, that's enough for you. And I was like probably 5am in New York walking the streets of Manhattan trying to get home. Like this is probably safer and funner than listening to her rant. <laughs> But um, on that, when you leave and you go on these holidays, do you switch your Hinge or Tinder location to suit where you're at? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like the oldest trick in the book, isn't it? If you go on holiday, like two days before you go, you just like change the location. Well, like I said, I've never, I never really used dating apps, so I would. My right. mate did when he went to, when we went to America. Yeah, he would, and he was like obsessed with it. But I, I, and he'd catch up with a couple of girls off. I've never used dating apps like that. I've never caught yeah. up with anyone off it, so I don't waste my time. I think um right after I broke up with Josh. My family actually went to Hamilton Island. So it was just basically oh, yeah. my parents and me and my brother. And so me and my brother were single, like very single at the time. Yeah, yeah. And we were both like on the dating apps um, mm -hmm. in that location. But yeah, we were in Hamilton Island and there was like no one on the whole of Hamilton Island. And that's the thing is when you were giving the recommendation about Hamilton Island, it's so fun, I reckon, when you're in a relationship. But being single on Hamilton Island is actually not the best of times because there's a very small pool of people who well, you can I was talking mingle to, with. Yeah, I was talking to the girl at the bar who was serving me and she was saying, because I was like, how do you work here? Like, what's Because obviously Jen's fallen in love, wants to move to Hamilton Island. And I was like, you know, it's a holiday destination. It's not where you live and work. Yeah. But so I was talking to the bartender trying to figure out and she was saying though, that they all fly in, they get jobs and it's and then they're all single and they all have like accommodation and what happens yeah. is they pay X amount a week and they just have parties at night and they all end up hooking up with each other. Yes. Okay. I actually have a story about this because, yeah. okay, think about this. Hamilton Island, I swear to God, it gets to 10 p.m. and everything is shut. That's what, yeah. Me, it, dead, <laughs> dead, dead, dead. Like yeah. crickets. Yeah. Me and my brother were single on Hamilton Island. We heard like music coming from up the hill. We literally 
followed the music <laughs> to like try and find this party. Couldn't find it anywhere. We're like asking One all Tree Hill? Yes. I think yeah. it was close to One Tree Hill. Yeah. Um, we were asking all the stuff like, guys, like we are single. We want to be a part of the party. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is the only thing that looks like it's popping off tonight. Like yeah. how do we get an invite? And we just like could not find it. It was so annoying. Yeah. So they all party and they all like go get amongst each other and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's very incestual. Well, they all hook yeah. Up. They all hook up. Well, if I, my family, because they obviously lived in Ely Beach, they always just say come up and get a job on the island and that. And I just as a kid, like as a 20 year old, was like, nah, I'm having fun here. I've got my mates. But it's one thing I, so if I'm, I've said to Emma, she's obviously in a relationship now but i've said your younger if, sister yeah i was like if you're single go up there and just live there and party and have live fun live your life girl yeah so if i got a tip for anyone that's younger and single and wanting to change their life go up to hamilton island work and just get in with it all yeah love that okay well look let's talk about our top tips for finding a holiday romance next okay anna so why do you think you're more likely to fall in love on vacation Yeah, it's a really good question. I think that generally speaking on holiday, we're so much more relaxed, like we're ready to have a good time and we just don't have commitments holding us back. Yeah, and I think your your mind and your heart is way open and you're ready to let someone in because like we said before, you've let your walls down and you're just out there. If you're single, nine times out of ten when you go on a trip, you're ready, you're ready to mingle. Yeah. Did you know that 70% of single people are actually way more open to meeting people whilst travelling more so than when they are in their home cities? I believe that 100%. Like yeah. you said, you've got work, you've got other things going on while you're... And you're not looking for that sort of connection while you're in your hometown either. It's almost like when people are at home, they are way more likely to be focusing on things like their work, their friends, their family. But when you're on holiday... All of those doors open and it's kind of a really good opportunity to maybe hook up with someone on holiday or to meet other single people who are having a really good time. So what are some tips for our listeners to find that holiday romance? So I think the first one we would have to say is don't be afraid to talk to strangers. Like Now when we say this, don't take candy from someone's van or something like that. Make sure when you pick a stranger to talk to, they're not some creep. Because <laughs> I was always taught don't talk to strangers. Yeah, yeah, we're always taught as children, do not talk to strangers, stranger danger, yeah. it's a bad thing. But on holiday, if you're with a group of girlfriends or you're with your friends, go up and talk to a, another group of people who were there you know like there's no harm in getting to know new people also like it's fun getting to know people from different backgrounds cultures nationalities and kind of like learning a little bit about them as well you don't know where it might lead yeah okay also another one is i don't do this but you recommend it is using dating apps dating apps are a must it just kind of highlights all of the single people around and maybe like visually there is someone who is your type and like you know, you guys can arrange to meet up. Funny story, actually, when I was in Byron Bay and single, I was on like the Byron Bay location (laughs) um, on Hinge and I actually saw this guy in real life. I was at the, is it the Bay Hotel in Byron Bay? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Is it? Which anyway, one? I was at I was at the pub in Byron Bay and I saw the guy who I'd been like chatting with on Hinge and I saw him and I had a glass of red wine in my hand. 
saw him look at me and was just like, hell no, turned around because he just like did not look like he did in his pictures. He was also like looking like six foot instead of six (laughs) four. (laughs) He said he was six four. He looked like six foot. And I was like, hell no, turned around. I was wearing a white jumpsuit and the whole glass of red wine spilled all the way down my jumpsuit and he still followed me tapped me on the shoulder and I've got red wine all down me and he's like hey are you Anna from Hinge and I was like yes and I was like I just spilled my red wine so I'm gonna go to the toilet but really nice to meet you see you later well maybe that red wine (laughs) spill was a blessing in disguise and it got you out of um out of talking to him yeah, I think as well, like another thing to do when you're on holiday is do things like walking tours or activities. I know a lot of people, um, my friend Laura, she's gone on a couple of little skydiving expeditions when she's on holiday and has like met people doing that. Like really? it doesn't have to be skydiving, obviously, but like, you know, doing like little activities here and there that where you are going to meet other people. Uh, another one is or like on that is say yes to opportunity. So if an opportunity presents itself, just say yes to it and go with it and just yep. run and see where it takes you. Yeah, be open-minded as well. Like as we've always said, we can have a type, you can have a type. But if there's someone who's like a little bit off that type, be open. And I reckon a good one is as well is to go on a singles trip. So surround yourself with your single friends because it's way easier than you also have a wingman or a wingwoman with you that can help you get other people yeah it's funny because like obviously in dating a lot of people find dating very stressful but when we are put into a new environment people often experience positive stress that raises their adrenaline levels and researchers from McKendree University in Illinois found that people with higher levels of adrenaline are more likely to find people more attractive so it could be another reason why people are open to catching the love bug on holidays that's it and i reckon the last and main point is make sure you visit places where there's other single people so like we said before maybe hamilton island isn't the best place to find your love <laughs> that's more once you've found your love to go there yeah. i reckon there's other places there's bali heaps. go to beach clubs yeah. like that's a big one there's heaps of places where you can find someone so you know do your research and find out where they are and go with your single friends and take what you want exactly okay i think it's that time of the show matt it's time to hear where our heads are at. All right, guys, it's our favorite time of the show. You know we love it. It's where we ask you guys to ask us where our heads are at. So the first question, Anna. Okay, so this question comes from Emma. <laughs> you reckon it's my sister? Because says my new boyfriend. <laughs> she you, does have a new boyfriend. I oh, know. You know you can just ask me, Emma. <laughs> you don't have to write into the podcast. Okay. She has said, I want to go on vacation with my new boyfriend, but he thinks it's too soon. I think it will allow both of us to be more natural together as we both live at home at the moment. How do I convince him? All right, Emma. So... Going on vacation is a massive step in a, in a relationship, I yep. feel. It definitely separates the contenders to the pretenders, I reckon. It, it definitely like makes the relationship more solid or... Could break it. Could yeah. break it, yeah. Because, I mean, you get to see another side of your partner on vacation. Everyone does, you yeah. know. Like, they could either be stressful, they could be relaxing. And I think it's a massive indication of where the relationship will go as well. Yeah, I think as well, like something that just like sparked my mind when I read this as well is maybe he doesn't want to go on holiday because of like he doesn't have enough money at the moment. Like that kind of sparked my mind. He's obviously living 
um, with his parents. Mm. Maybe he doesn't feel like he has enough cash money in the bank to, to do it. To your so, uh, holiday. So, maybe you could ask him if he wants to go on a little staycation. Start off small and build your way up. I remember one of my exes wanted to go on a trip around Europe and I was like, gee whiz, I don't know if the same thing I could afford this. If I can you. afford yeah, it, yeah. right now. So, I sort of got an anxiety attack in the travel agency and walked out. Yeah, maybe have an um, open conversation with him and ask him his reasoning behind that is and maybe if it is something that you can maybe work up to together. Yeah. Okay, our next question comes in from Sharon. All right, let's see what Shaza has to say. <laughs> I want to have a carefree summer and kiss all the locals. However, my friends are very judgy and conservative. How do I organize a holiday which meets my expectations and doesn't lower their expectations of me? Well, look, I think you maybe need to get some new friends because you don't want to ha- surround yourself with people who you feel don't appreciate you for you. If you are single and ready to mingle you shouldn't have people around you who are going to make you feel bad about that yeah that's my first thing and i remember you said on another previous episode where you went on a holiday with our producer amber and you guys did one holiday one day was partying one day was r&r maybe just try and make a criteria for the both of you or you and your friends that matches both what you're expecting both agendas yeah both agendas of the holiday for sure then you can go from there and then i mean once you take them out and show them a great time or kiss some locals they might see how fun it is and jump on the bandwagon and have that hot girl summer you've been dreaming of (laughs) okay well look that's all we have time for today thanks for tuning in we are loving your five-star reviews guys as we always mention we're a small podcast and these reviews really mean the world to us matt and i have been going through and reading them together and it's really warming our hearts we don't miss a single one of them we love them thank you guys so thank you for that and until next time see ya bye